Hello to all my beautiful souls in this vast multiverse. How is everyone doing? Uh, today we got another uh, episode featuring your voicemails. Told y'all I'd be doing more of these episodes. Y'all know I'd be random as hell, but I, I, I said this year I'm going to be more consistent with it. So um, yeah, so feel free to call in, ask a question, share a story or an experience. Phone number is 928 900-4990 and I will list it in the description of this episode as well. Um don't know what we're going to be talking about today cuz uh, it's as random for y'all as, as random is for me. So I can see voicemails on my screen. I just don't know what it what, what I never play. I don't know what they say until I play it live either. So we're all in for surprise as always. So all right, sit back y'all. Let's get cozy and let's head into the uh to the abyss. All right, let's play the first voicemail. Okay, here we go. Hi, V. Um, my name's Stephanie. I just had some quick questions. Um, sorry, I'm a little nervous. <laughs> so, from the time I was really little, I feel like I have been very connected to spirit and nature. Um, things that other people don't really understand, uh, my intuition, things like that. And my life has always been very chaotic. Um, I'm at a place now where I have asked the universe and spirit to help me find my highest self, my highest path, use the gifts that I think I might have, and um, how to move forward to help other people do so. My question is, I feel sometimes like I'm a little crazy, and I'm sure that happens probably when you're awakening and you're trying to tap into yourself and work through your shadows and all those things. Um, I've had a couple experiences where I've been sitting in my living room and it almost feels like, I don't really know how to explain this, but for lack of better words, like I might have hopped a dimension. Um, and the first time it happened, it was so startling. I wasn't sure if I was having a panic attack, um, which I have a very long history with panic problems but it felt like something I had never experienced before. And I wasn't sure if it was an awakening symptom or what was going on. In the moment, I was almost like, this is it, I'm getting schizophrenia today. So I'm sure, <laughs> I clearly don't have schizophrenia, um, and I'm sure that there's something poignant about that experience um, because since then I've had a lot of um, ascending symptoms like my third eye tingles all the time. I can feel when my crown chakra is trying to tell me something. I'm getting a lot of angel numbers. I get a lot of people and have, have for my whole life a lot of people who come and just spill all their information to me. Some of them even go as far as crying, but I just, I don't know what to do with this information. Um, I know I'm empathetic and I just realized in the last year that I may be absorbing other people's emotions 
and I don't know how to control that. And I can't really find very much on the internet on how to get that under control, like turn the gifts on and off. Um, if I even have the gifts. Okay. Also, I see that there's a part two to the voicemail um, because I think it accidentally cut out on you, Steph. So I'm going to play the follow-up voicemail that you sent that goes with your first one. So here we go. Hi, this is Steph again. I didn't realize that I was going to run out of time. Um, but anyways, uh, sometimes I feel like I just know things and I really don't know what to do or where to go. Um, been trying to have faith in my guides and have conversations with them and build a relationship with them. But at this point, I feel so overwhelmed by my physical existence that I don't know how to work through the fear and anxiety of tapping in and embodying the things that I think I may have. So if you have any advice on this or you know, uh, an idea of what my life path is and how I'm supposed to be of service to people, it would be very much appreciated. Thank you so much for being the realest person on the internet, okay? And I appreciate you and your podcast and look forward to hearing from you. Thank you. Oh my goodness. Hey, Steph. Hey, uh, can I just say thank you so freaking much for calling in like I genuinely understand like how nerve-wracking it can be so like I really just want to like tell you how much I appreciate you and just thank you for sharing your heart your soul your mind with me and even everyone else who's listening because we all get something from this like you think it's just you going through it but I'm telling you girl there's a lot of people who are listening right now that can relate so thank you for showing up and opening up you know really appreciate it also can i just say damn girl you gave me an ego boost you you done told me i'm the realest person on the internet oh <laughs> man that was uh i might have to like i don't know I'm, i don't i was gonna say like can i print that out i was like wait how can i print out audio words Girl, that was so great. Thank you. Thank you for the ego boost. Now, it's not just about the ego, but I appreciate it. Um, okay, so I want to answer a few of your questions. Like, based on everything that you were saying, it totally sounds like you're going through a very, very cool spiritual and psychic awakening. I mean, spiritual awakening obviously encompasses all things spiritual, including our psychic gifts, but... Hearing what you were saying, okay, this is just my thoughts, okay? I believe you've always been intuitive. I believe that, like, for example, when you said that people are oversharing with you or they're, like, crying with you when you're just, you know, having a normal conversation, it means that someone at that moment, people feel naturally comfortable to overshare with you. Obviously, you know, obviously I get boundaries. You don't want to be completely dumped on all the time, you know, but that is actually a it's a certain frequency that certain people emit when you are a healer or an intuitive or a psychic you do kind of um attract that in um i also believe this is that i also believe that you've always had these gifts and you just got to believe it yourself I've noticed how you mentioned you go back and forth saying, well, I think I have a gift. Well, I'm not even sure. I don't know. I don't know. So all that I don't know has got to stop. So rule number one for anyone, for you, Steph, and anyone listening, obviously, when I answered these voicemails, this is directly answering you, but it's also for anyone out there who can benefit. So number one, when it comes to psychic gifts, 
If you kind of sort of think you have it, it means you do. I know I already did an episode on that a long time ago, but I just have to say this. Steph, it is so important for you and also anyone who's listening that if you kind of sort of think you have a gift, you have to start telling yourself, I do have a gift. Not just because, oh, well, sometimes it pops up and sometimes it doesn't. That's how psychic gifts work. Uh, Meaning there's more days where we're more on and there's some days where we're not as on. But the days that we're not as, quote, tapped in doesn't take away from our gifts or suddenly means they dissolved. So Steph, I just want to confirm for you, you are 100% psychic. Actually, when I was hearing some of your, uh, when you were sharing some of your experiences, such as um, feeling the tingles in your crown chakra or your third eye, that correlates with the psychic gift of clairsentience, which is the intuitive gift of emotionally feeling, but also physically feeling uh, psychic impressions. So I definitely believe you have that gift, at least that gift. I do believe you have more than that. Um, I also feel like, um, you know, you also mentioned about, uh, you were sitting in your living room one day and you thought you were having like, you're like, am I schizophrenic? I believe you literally used that word. Um, because you felt like you kind of, um, hopped a dimension. I believe that's the actual word to use. Um, sorry if I'm wrong. I'm just trying to use my own memory here. (laughs) I can't replay it right now. So I don't, don't know exactly, but I think you said something along those lines. And I wanted to just say that that feeling of kind of quote unquote hopping a dimension, um, basically what that means and and what you were experiencing is you are witnessing your own spiritual and soul evolution. When you start having otherworldly experiences, or dimension hopping, or you're sitting on your couch and you start seeing weird shit or feeling like, wait, what the hell's going on? Um, Yeah, you definitely, this definitely means that you are becoming way more aware of who you've all, who you've always been, which is a very powerful person and being. I do believe that maybe some of the stuff that, one of the reasons why you may have a hard time accepting. I want to say accepting. I think you, I think you're really great at accepting stuff, but I, I mean, I don't know you, but I mean, just what I just feel off your voice. Um, but I feel like you're using too much of the mind. Um, basically, I mean, I know, I know we, we have our minds, our minds are everything, but when it comes to all things psychic or intuitive, we are actually using the creative part of the brain where I feel like Steph sometimes your logical brain tries to like overly try to understand all this otherworldly stuff and I think that leaves you feeling more confused so my advice is to really lean more into your feelings get more in touch with your emotions your feelings um you just you have a very cerebral vibe about you you do um like very mind like you're, you're you're very like i don't know what the word would be but like you're very intelligent you're very like um i don't know you're just you're very detail oriented to me i don't know why i'm just getting these random this is like i feel like i'm doing a read kind of but i'm not i'm not technically supposed to be doing a read but anyway let me get back focus um so you're going to work through all of this by taking one small step at a time. You ask how you, you, I think you also mentioned, I don't know what I'm supposed to do with all this information. You know, what's funny stuff. I actually have an old diary entry. I written those exact words many, many years ago. And I was so confused. I was like, well, why am I getting all these psychic impressions and all these feelings? And I'm getting all this stuff like, and I don't know what the hell I'm going to do with this. And I remember saying, I guess I'm just supposed to be me just collecting information or knowledge or whatever. I don't know. And then it took 
that was years ago. About two to three years later, I was doing readings. So it's kind of funny how when you first get the first inkling of like, what am I supposed to be doing with this? How, and you also mentioned how can you be of service? So I would say this. First things first, like I said before, accepting yourself and accepting who you are in your entirety, accepting all of your experiences without over judging them or over analyzing them. Accept all psychic impressions without over analyzing it. By accepting it, you are leaning more into uh, that other aspect, the intuitive side of yourself. I also would say to be of service, you have to really figure out what is it that you want, meaning that even because I do believe you're very blessed with all these psychic gifts. You are. And just because we all are blessed with psychic gifts, not everyone has to use it for others, you know, but I feel like um, this is just and this is something I don't know why, but this was popping up. But have you thought about because psychic gifts can be used in so many ways, even when it comes to like um, counseling. I don't know why, Steph, but you can even use your gifts or to help people because you, when you mention how people just overshare, you can use it in counseling. You can, you can use it in more of a metaphysical. You can use it in a psychological aspect, using your intuition to really help people and pinpoint their issues. You can do that in a psychological way, or you can use it in an intuitive way, such as like actually giving a read, like a, a spiritual reading for somebody. Um, but the, before you even get all the way further down that path, if you do choose to want to do that, I would advise using your own gifts to help and free your own self and any part of yourself that holds itself back out of fear and working through the fear that it's like when you start to awaken and go through a spiritual awakening, it does feel like, holy shit, this is a lot of fucking energy. Like I get what you're saying when you said, I want to shut it off. I want to learn how to shut it off and shut it on. But Whatever is rising for you right now, Steph, means that it's trying to grab your attention. All of these psychic random things, all of this is trying to um, grab your attention for you to let go of the anxiety and the fear. You have been living with a lot of anxiety and sometimes when we are uh we have excess energy or excess psychic energy, it can really impact our nervous system and manifest as anxiety. So I would say take a little bit of action with the random psychic hits that you feel. So what does that mean? It means that the next time you get a psychic feeling, thought or idea or whatever, take a small action on it. Meaning let's say you thought about someone and you don't know why, maybe reach out and say, hey, how you been? And maybe you might discover that, okay, something really was going on and then you can help them through that way. The way that you, one of your life purposes is, serving others in these beautiful detailed ways and small ways i think what causes you anxiety is that you think you got to do all these big ass things well i gotta learn this i gotta get over this first it's like steph you have this pattern sometimes of feeling like i have to know exactly what i'm doing and all the details before i make the next move where really and how i see it is like you get an intuitive hit, you take one small baby step, and then you'll be blessed with the next course of action and, and the details of what to do next. So it's really requiring you to step more in your faith and your trust within yourself and, and building that trust within yourself. And um, I also believe that um, when you were saying how like life has just been, you know, like the physical has been, um, you've been overwhelmed. I think you mentioned overwhelmed by your physical existence and um, working through the fear. The best way to work through fear is taking small baby steps. 
and remembering that fear is just an energy. It's whatever we choose to do with it, whether we choose to, uh, like literally, there are, when you think of force or powers, right? In, in this universe, we have come, you know, uh, oh, I'm gonna use, I'm gonna use fear, for example. Fear is nothing but an energy, meaning that our minds and our, we've been conditioned to see fear as like, damn, damn motorcycle. <laughs> Sorry, distracted me. <laughs> anyway, um, damn, anyway, totally distracted me. Okay, the fear, the fear energy. So when it comes to fear and tackling fear, you got to see it for what it is. It's just an energy. It's not a being. It's not an entity. It's not something that can really take you down. It's just an energy. Think about the air. Okay, we're breathing air. I can't see the air, but it's there. Do I feel like, oh my God, is the air going to swallow me? Is the air just going to suddenly stop? And do I have the fear that I will just stop breathing one day? And so you got to remember these unseen invisible forces. It's whatever we bring to it. So if we want it, so, so you want to think about your fear. When you think about fear, what is your biggest fear when it comes to connecting to spirit? Is it seeing something ugly looking or dark? Um, is it, you feel like you're going to lose a sense of control because think about it when we're connecting to spirits, we have to give up some sense of control right here in our physical in order to connect to the higher, to the higher dimensions. So is it like, well, what if I lose control and then someone takes control over my body? You know, you want to really pinpoint where exactly is the fear. These are just common, um, I'm just listing the common fears of why most people don't want to connect. It's either A, you're going to see something nasty. B, you're going to connect to the spirit realm and feel like, oh my God, what if I get so lost into it that someone possesses my body and mind or I might run into evil spirits and then they follow me or like a ghost they are going to follow me like they do in the movies. Or um, sometimes the fear could be past life related. It could be that like, like I, Stephanie, I really believe, I'm sorry, you're Steph. I just called you Stephanie. Oh my gosh. Meant to call you Steph. So... Sorry, my nose, I have my allergies. Uh, so excuse my sniffling. Okay, how to get that out of the way. All right. <laughs> um, what the hell was I saying? Damn, I hate when I do this. Um, bear with me, y'all. Bear with me. Okay, okay. It's coming back. <laughs> Shit. You know, um, oh, 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 yeah, 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 the fear. So sometimes um, the fear can come from past lives. So Steph, you could have already mastered psychic energy psychic reading psychic stuff in many lifetimes and maybe you were chastised for it maybe you were ostracized because of it maybe you had no community because of it because you know or maybe you were you got killed for it so sometimes our fears can be irrational and maybe come from uh, a past life so if you can't identify something in this present time using the other prior examples, such as like seeing something scary or losing a sense of control or something, if you can't pinpoint anything in the here and now of what freaks you out, then maybe it could be past life related and you could just, you know, um, you can um, forgive all past selves and all the people done you wrong. Forgiveness really, really works uh, really powerful wonders. And we can even forgive others in our past and past lives. And that energy trickles into this present moment. So just throw it out there. Um, but I think that uh, most importantly, this, what you're going through is a very deep awakening. And I do believe that uh, your spirit and just the way your energy is, you just have a very, uh, you have a very grounded energy to you. You have a very practical girl. I would not 
Like, you have a practical energy about you. You do. Like, you remind me of, like, an earth sign. I don't know why. Um, but you do. But it's very beautiful. Um, but you also have, like, a, uh, you know, I don't think you give yourself enough credit. And I do believe that, like, like you said, like, there's not a lot of, like, articles and things and places you can go with all this information. And that's actually why I kind of wanted to start this podcast, because I felt the exact same way. I just felt like there was so many crazy shit happening to me as well. Like you said, you feel like you're going crazy. If I had a, a dollar for every time I thought, like, okay, this is it. Lock me the fuck up. I'm, I'm done. I'm crazy. I would have been a millionaire by now, you know? So I understand. So I just want to say, just on a personal note, I I get it. We've all, we've all been there. I genuinely get it. And it's like these awakenings come in waves you know because you go through one awakening and you have a self-realization realize certain things about yourself and i believe life is just letting go of all the the unnecessary pressure the unnecessary stuff that we've been putting on ourselves even from others expectations or even our own expectations of what we thought about what is right what's wrong what's what's real what's not and it's about letting it all go and being completely in the here and now with yourself your psychic abilities and but yeah I just want to say that you are a hundred percent gifted, and I really believe that you should um, take small little steps in this area. However, you want to be of service to people, as long as you're not overly identifying with this is what it should be, this is what it shouldn't be. Get the shoulds out of your head too. <laughs> so just random. Uh, that was a random. That was a random random advice, but um, you'll be just fine. And I really believe that uh, it's important while you're trying to understand all this stuff in a mental capacity because your mind's trying to understand this. And when your mind is trying to conceive and understand the all these unknown aspects, of course it wants to shut down and say, "Well, now I'm anxious because I don't know what's going on." So your brain is like an anxious mode because I don't know what's going on. I'm scared and I can't find the answers. So. If you can't find the answers through the mind, that's because it's the answer comes from your soul and the intuition. So my also advice would be um, really lean into more of your emotional aspect, getting more in touch with your emotions as a way to uh, really unleash all of this. And it will start making more sense as time goes on. I would definitely not use this time to overly try to control this experience. I would actually advise to just run with it, be in the flow with it. Um, hopefully I answered this uh Hopefully I answered. Hopefully I answered your questions. I'm trying to go off my memory with what you said, so hopefully, hopefully I answered it. But just thought I would share this. Um, thank you so freaking much for calling in. Seriously, you're you're an angel. Thank you, thank you, thank you. All right, we are going to play the next voicemail. Here we go. Hey, V. Um, first, I just wanted to call in and say that um, I love this podcast. I listen to it all the time. Um, it, it really helps. And I love your positivity and your outlook on everything. And um, so for that, I just want to say thank you. Um, you make being alone during the day really, really easy. Um, but my question is, I just recently lost my boyfriend to a un- unexpected, very traumatic death. Um, and I just want to get a better understanding on how to, like, let go of the thoughts of, like, guilt and, like, what maybe I could have done or what I didn't do or um, just stuff like that. Letting letting that go, I sit and think over and over and over again, and it, it's starting to drive me nuts. So that that would be a lot of help. Another thing is I would love to... Um, 
maybe get signs from him or maybe open up more to be able to talk, um, you know, to, to the spirits in the other side. Um, if you could give any, you know, I don't know if it's just maybe there is stuff that's happening and I'm not noticing it or if maybe I'm scared and not open to it. Um, I don't know. Anything along those lines would be a great help. Thank you so much. Have a good day. And foremost, I just wanted to say, uh, you know, sending you my love and my deepest sympathies to you, uh, especially during this time, you know, losing your boyfriend, especially it was a traumatic death. You know, I'm very sorry. Sorry to hear that. Seriously. Um, also, um, thank you for listening. I'm glad we can hang out with each other during the day. I'm glad I can keep you company. I really appreciate that. Seriously, that means a lot to me because my mom actually my mom was like my mom would always be at home during the day when I was younger and uh she would say the same thing to me so I thought that was kind of sweet that uh somehow I keep (laughs) keep her entertained and um I really love that um I also wanted to say um about the positivity I really appreciate that you appreciate my positivity too um honestly this life we have choices and it's like why would I choose to be negative when I can choose something positive you know we can work through the hard times and get our shadow work done and feel those dark emotions without it over consuming us and, and over consuming our whole mindset. And you know what I mean? So thank you so much. And I am so grateful that you called in um, because I know um, you're not the only one who's dealt with this guilt after someone's traumatic death. So I wanted to share this. And this is something that I've channeled from my spirit guides. And I'm going to share it here with you. When somebody uh, passes away of a very unexpected, traumatic tragedy, um, it there is nothing you could have said, done, or did differently before leading up to those events. Um, I think it's always the human nature to go back into the past in hindsight and say, okay, damn, I should have done something better. I should have helped him. I should have, you know, this, but to be My best advice for you with dealing with the guilt is accepting that his choices led him there. And even if you would have, even before he, what the events that led up to his, you know, unfortunate traumatic death, even if you were to say something, you called him or say, hey, can you come over? Let's say you try to change that, that, that what happened that day. Spirit saying that it was the the events when someone's it was already set in 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 motion, meaning that his choices led him there. That even if and, and I know we have free will, meaning like we could have you know like you were saying like maybe if I would have done something, it could have changed the future because technically we our futures change all of the time. But certain things, um, you know, and this is something that I'm picking up on psychically. This is more of a personal thing, which is. I think that he very much had his mind. He's very like, he's very stubborn in his own way, meaning like he's very all or nothing in his energy, meaning he's either, he's very extreme. So I feel like he would have listened to you, but I feel like he would have done his own thing anyway. And some people are like that and, and, and no amount of guilt will change that about a person. But I also feel like spirit shows me the word acceptance and forgiveness, meaning one of the best ways to work through this guilt is self-forgiveness. You have to forgive yourself and accept your accept that even if you did do something and try to, you know, change the course of events, 
And, you know, they, the self-forgiveness will help release a lot of that heaviness that you're feeling. Forgive yourself. Forgive yourself. And forgive him for his own choices, you know? It's like forgiving yourself, forgiving him. And because what's happening is, you know, you have a very, very loving, oh, you're very much a giving person. You're very giving of your heart and of your energy. And I just think that the best way to work through guilt is self-forgiveness, seriously. And understanding that there are things technically beyond a lot of our controls. And um, I don't know, I just think that that is the major thing. And spirit always let me know with people who have these kind of tragic, you know, unexpected traumatic deaths, there was a lot of events leading up to it that was beyond you and beyond a lot of us. And so that's something we all as humans, we don't see the other smaller details at work in this big cosmic play of our lives. And so it's, you know, easy to feel the guilt. That's understandable, especially when it's like, you know, you're, you're watching someone and you, you get, you know, you know what they're going through. You're like, well, if only I could just, maybe if I could have done this, did this, but whatever has happened was, you know, and this is the, uh, what's it called? The, there's a quote that's saying what's meant to be will be, meaning that if it was meant for him to be still here, he would have been. I hate to, you know, I mean, that sounds very black and white, but death, when we all have death, death, it, it, it death is not random, meaning we do choose when we, when we enter this world and we also choose when we die. So I'm not saying he knew at that time, on a conscious level, no one freaking knows. Shit, I don't even want to know. You know, no one wants to know. I don't think it's, smart to know when you're going to die but we do as souls before coming to this planet we do there's only two things that are um not really about free will which is like uh the day we are born and the day we die those are actually destined but everything else in between is random but anyway um uh, also you said maybe get signs from him or maybe open up more to be able to talk um okay so in order this is my advice to open up like as far as getting signs my best advice is to um let's say you are you know you're chilling in your room chilling in your house wherever you're cozy or comfortable or feel the most peace at um what you do is you think you think about him you visualize his face or visualize how he looks like and what you can do is you can tell him the signs that you want him to use. So a, a lot of times we wait on spirits to send us things, but technically, and this is even taking the energy more in your control here on earth as a human and as a spirit being, you can set the tone and say, okay, you could tell your boyfriend, hey, can you send me this, this, and this so I know you're around, okay? So you wanna get into a meditative like state and talk to him and say, can you send me this, this, and this? So then you don't have to always wonder, wait, is this him or is this him? Because you already know it, right? And so um, I just wanted to share. So that's the first piece of thing. And another thing is, um, you know, um, talking with a loved one on the other side is literally just like uh, talking like how I'm talking to you right now. I mean, obviously we're not like in a, you know, you're not on the other line of the phone or on the computer right now, but you know what I mean? It's like just talking, just sharing something. So as soon as you visualize a, a, a loved one in spirit or you just um, think of their name, they are immediately brought to your space at that time. And what, and what you want to do is just have a casual conversation and understand that any kind of random thought, feeling, or vision that pops up after you think about that, um, your, your loved one or your boyfriend in this instance, um, 
understand that it could be messages from him oftentimes messages from spirits whether it's loved ones or spirit guides or or entities whoever whatever it is up there all messages usually get filtered like i said in my other prior episodes through the clear senses everyone has some kind of sense you know what i mean we all have intuition so um i also think uh you know when it comes to that um just as long as you keep an open mind open heart you'll be able to receive a lot of information as long as you don't have fear, just like I said with um, the other voicemail, as long as we remove fear and stop letting fear control us and not and seeing fear as a small little energy that it is, then we won't keep over blowing it out of proportion. Um, so basically, as long as you keep the love in your heart, keep the faith and uh, keep joy. Also, another thing that um, really makes it easier to connect the spirit is if you are like, uh, you know, feeling in a neutral or peaceful state of consciousness or if you're feeling really happy, like you just listen to your favorite music and you're having a good time, um, that can also open you up. So understand that when you're listening to music and you're dancing or something and then you sit down right after, you can also really connect to spirits, whether it's your loved one or even your spirit guides. So um, just wanted to share that. Um, I really appreciate you calling and um, I really send you love during this time. You have such a good, uh, you have such a great energy about you that even despite this loss, it's like your energy still feels very beautiful despite it. You know, I know that, um, I know it's hard. I know, you know, it's, uh, it's always sucks, you know, losing someone, obviously. Um, you know, speaking of grief and things, you know, you want to just allow yourself to feel what you need to feel. Some moments you're not going to feel anything and you might guilt yourself and say, oh my God, I feel numb. I'm not feeling anything. Does that mean I don't give a fuck what's wrong with me? But that's a part of the grief part as well. Um, and, you know, speaking of grief, I was, you know, my mom's uh, death anniversary was just like a week or two ago. And she came to me in a vision, not even in a dream. This was a vision. I was watching TV and she literally came through while I was watching TV and just totally took me to another place. And we were in this beautiful um I'm going to have to paint it or draw it, guys, because it's so beautiful. Um, it was a very beautiful floating cottage. I say floating because there was nothing below us. There was grass where we're at, but underneath, it's just nothing but clouds and skies and galaxies below us. So we're in this little cottage. And my mom says, oh, yeah, I created this. This is where I go to hang out with you and other, you know, your old selves, your young selves. And she was showing me the different versions of me who she hangs out with. And she like showed me a TV screen and how she watches like my life and other people's lives and um, and chimes in when she can. And to the left and right of us was big mountain ranges and they were floating mountains. Everything is floating. That's another thing. It's like floating mountains with this really bright light, like of the sun. It was like three suns. It had to be the energy of like two. It was like two suns or three suns. Boom, all this light hitting me. And I almost felt like I was being blinded. It was so bright, I almost couldn't see. And my mom had me walk through this square looking um, iridescent color thing. And she goes, this is how we heal on the other side. It's like all this beautiful rainbow iridescent colors. And she made me walk through it. And it like cleansed a lot of my spirit or something. And you know what? There's something really beautiful that my mom said 
for any one of anyone out there that loves the stars and loves looking at the stars, honestly, guys, being out in Arizona where I used to live in San Diego, it was like, you can't, it's really hard to see the stars in like cities, you know, but now I live in the middle of nowhere. Literally I see, I can see stardust and I can see all the constellations now where I live. So for anyone of these, any one of you guys who love stars and looking at stars, I want to share something my mom shared with me. It was probably one of the most beautiful things I've ever heard. She told me that because I was telling her about how bright the light looks. She goes, oh, that's the suns. Those are the stars shining at us, right? So she said, it's love that powers the light within the stars. And when we are on this planet Earth looking up, the stars are shining the unconditional love down here to us and reflecting the light back down here. And my mom says, it's all the love that powers all of the stars. So when we are here on earth and we're looking up there, that is why we feel good when we look at the stars. That is why a lot of humans are naturally drawn to the stars. There is nothing but love energy being sent to us from all the way eons and eons and eons of time, time away from us. And I know that, you know, in science, they say, oh, well, stars that we see are just old light from burning from whatever. You know how they say that stars are just like we're looking at the past version of a star because it's already, I think that, is that the theory? I think it's something like that. But hear me out. Isn't that beautiful? Which means that the love energy still lasts even when a star bursts and we're seeing the remnants of the light. It doesn't matter because it's still the love energy that still continues. If that is not a metaphor for when we even pass on, the love still continues and the love is still shared. And um, I don't know, I just thought of sharing that because it really was, um, I never really thought about the stars in that way. I never really thought about it until my mom said that to me in the vision. And she was just like, basically like, you know, don't even worry about anything. Everything that happens benefits us all in a positive way. Even the things we as humans see as negative, eventually benefits us in a positive way. Um, but anyway, just thought I would share that. Uh, thank you guys so much for calling in and, um, yeah, guys, feel free to call, you know, we're, 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 I'm taking calls all 2024. Thank you guys so much. And, uh, you know, for uh, calling in and thank you guys for being you and being open and vulnerable. This is the year of vulnerability and realizing that it's, there is no shame in vulnerability. There is safety in vulnerability because, by allowing yourself to feel something, to share something personal within yourself, it connects us as humanity even more. It's only when we all try to play it too fucking cool. You ever notice that's why like when people date, it's like everyone's playing it too freaking cool. Instead of just being completely transparent and honest, everyone's so worried about being done wrong. No one can be authentic if you're constantly worried about someone you know, doing you wrong. How are you really, it's hard to be authentic when you're, you're suspicious of everything and everyone's motives, you know? That's a whole nother subject. I should probably do another episode. Should I have an episode on that, y'all? Anyway, just randomly talking shit as always. <laughs> but um, guys, until the next episode, I hope you, I send you all with love and inner peace and um, still got some, um, oh, I do have openings for a mentorship towards the end of this month. Yeah. Oh, and also guys, I know I may not post a lot on Instagram just because I don't post. I mean, I'm still, you know, I'm still doing business, still doing the same thing. I just like, I just don't feel really called to like post as much or be on there as much. It's like, I don't know what has changed in me. Something just repelling me. I don't know. It's like, I still get on there and, you know, scroll here and there, but yeah. So don't mind if I don't post a lot. I'm still, still existing, still doing readings, still know where to find me on my website. 
All right, y'all. Until next episode, peace.